Welcome, everybody, to this week's episode. We really appreciate you joining us. This podcast really shows us how we can all learn, live, and thrive off of each other. By sharing our knowledge through our conversations, we will impart some knowledge whilst learning ourselves how to progress even further. Here is your host. How we doing and how's the day going? Thank you once again for joining me today on the Diary of a Conversationist. My name is Osharaguya Mayaru and I'm super glad, excited and delighted to have you here on this episode. Yes. If you're a first time listener, thank you. Um, kindly make just kindly make yourself comfortable and enjoy this episode. Uh, and I hope that you stay with me till the end and even return back subsequent times. And if you're a returning listener, thank you so much for, you know, taking out the time to listen to my episodes that I publish every week. Thank you for allowing me into your mental space. I really do appreciate it. So uh, on this week's episode, it's more of, it's more like a continuation from the last week's episode. On last week's episode, I was sharing about, you know, a practice that I, I have been I just started out, you know, I'm not perfected yet yet, but something I've been doing and it's helping me maintain a posture of peace. So that's what, this is the series where I'm on, posture of peace. I call it pop, you know, it helps me pop, maintain posture, P-O-P, pop. So yeah, maintaining a posture of peace. And uh, for for every single person that hasn't listened to the previous episode, uh, so I'll just do a little bit of recap. So basically when I say posture of peace is... Um, it speaks of having to be in that space where you are living your life from a space of, you know, calmness, a space of rest. It's you know you being unperturbed, and from that space, allowing allowing that knowing that you know within your heart, and allow it to influence what's happening around you. So it's more like an inside out thing, not necessarily like an outside outside in thing. So. You're allowing how you are feeling, the knowing, the certainty that you have, you know, influence your, what's happening around you. You're not allowing what's happening around you influence you as a person. And so um, in the last week's episode, I talked about two ways I've been practicing that, which is um, practicing self-love. And I talked about how, you know, self-love speaks of you honoring yourself, not being hostile to yourself, not criticizing yourself, you know, valuing yourself to add value to yourself. Um, honor yourself, honor your needs, honor your wants, you know. Um, you just being kind, compassionate, loving, and tender towards yourself. That's how you maintain this posture of peace, being in the state of rest where you are not anxious, fretting, fearful, scared. You're just allowing love, you know, permeate your heart and from that space, live out life. You know, the scripture says, perfect love casts out fear. So when I say practice love, you're allowing that perfect love that you have for you, you know, permeate your heart and let it influence the actions that you take as you live life. Then the next um, step I talked about in the previous episode was, uh, I mentioned... Um, Living based off your value, based off of your value, and I explained what values are. Values are like moral ethics, you know, and code of conduct that guides a person as they live their lives. I also explained the types of values, um, life values and operational values. Under life values, there is, you know, 
there is personal and there is social, then under personal values, there is moral and there is, you know, competency values. So I spoke of those things last week. So if you haven't, uh, if you want to know more about those two pointers, kindly go to the previous episode, the part one of maintaining the posture of peace. So today, delving into today's episode, um, today I'm going to talk about the remaining points and hopefully I'm going to conclude this series today. So the next, um practice that i have been you know like a mechanism i've been deploying to help me stay in this posture of peace or maintain this posture of peace is gratitude uh, I, i'd heard someone say gratitude determines your attitude that means you know um you just being appreciative you just being thankful you just being you know in that state where you are counting your blessings helps you you know gladdens your heart be in that space where you are counting your blessings um i think in 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 my recent live on instagram i was sharing that you know um gratitude is one thing that helps a person maintain this posture of peace because when you are able to be thankful you know you are your heart is glad your heart is merry and so thereby there's no space. You can't be thankful at the same time be anxious. You can't be thankful at the same time be worried. You can't be you can't be thankful at the same time you know be um, frustrated. No, those two, they are not synonyms. They don't work together. They can't go together. They can't be in the same space. You know, so living from that space of gratitude just opens your eyes and your mind to see more possibility. You know, I said to someone recently. I said. You may not have all you had hoped to have, but trust me, you know, your life has moved forward if you want to be honest. You know, sometimes we, 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 um, you know, sometimes we tend to compare our seed time with another person's harvest time. I spoke about this in the previous episode where, you know, uh, I had mentioned the fact that uh, I was looking at someone else's podcast and I saw that they had over 200, like close to like 250 episodes published. And I was like, yo, you have just 68. But guess what? <laughs> when I went down to look at the stats, I saw that they had started publishing their, you know, their work, each episode from 2016. That's like five years, from five years ago. So I told myself, do not compare your seed time with someone else's harvest time. <laughs> yeah so gratitude is for me at that space i was thankful for the fact that you know i had started the po- this podcast 2019 and funny enough before this diary of um the conversationist uh i had started the voice called hope for some very strange reasons i lost that one uh i couldn't recover it back and so i had to start out again and gratitude helped me realize that i started again and i kept at it and i'm where i'm at today because i kept at it and so coming from that space of gratitude one of the things that i've realized that gratitude has helped me you know as i stay in this posture of peace maintenance posture of peace is the fact that it helps me have like a sense of certainty that you know whatever comes my way i have the ability to be able to deal with it because as i look back you know from where i was to where i am now i realized that you know in so many ways, even as much as I would say, oh, I'm not where I'd hoped I would be, but I'm not where I used to be. And that's something to be grateful for. Like, I've moved, like, from there to here. 
I have moved. And that gives me a sense of knowing that regardless of the twist and turn that life comes with, right, I have available to me, right? Life provides to me the tools, the resources, the people, the things that I need to always move from where I want to my desired point. And so being in that state of gratitude helps you open up your mind to be able to see the possibilities that are around you. You know, open up your mind to be able to, you know, and want to leverage on the opportunities around you because you're, you are in that state of thankfulness. You are in that appreciative state. You are in that state where your heart is at peace because you are thankful. So another way in this episode I'm sharing right now with regards to maintaining this posture of peace is maintaining an attitude of gratitude. You might say, you know, um, you don't, you don't, your, um, you might say, um, uh, your body in terms of your health is not up to power, you know, uh, you know, you might, you know, you're struggling with weight loss, you know, you're struggling financially, you know, your relationship is not in order. And I know that probably someone listening right now might be asking, so what is there to be thankful for? First, you have to be grateful for life. First of all, you're actually alive. That's why you're thinking of the fact that, you know, your health is not in power. You know, and you don't have the, the, the money you should have in your bank account. You know, um, your relationship isn't working. It's because you're alive. Like, you are a living being that you can think of those things. There are people that, you know, have more, more than you, but they are no more. The nest of kin is enjoying these things that you know you're saying like enjoying their, their their assets their money and stuff but you are here and so what that that the gratitude should be that because you are still alive there is hope for you to make those changes that you need to make there is hope for you to change those make make a different turn have a different result there is hope because you are here so that's something to be grateful for and so when you are in that state of gratitude, in that state of thankfulness, your eyes are open to see the countless and boundless possibilities that are before you. Um, in the Christendom, there's this saying they say to us, um, if you thank God for his finger, best believe you will see his hand at work. If you thank God for his finger, you would see his hand at work. So um, the next point with maintaining this posture of peace is your belief system. What do you believe? What do you believe is possible for you? What do you believe is true? Like so many beliefs are like anchors that, you know, are burn out of, they're born out of perceptions that we have about the particular subject matter. And those perceptions influences our decisions or our actions around that particular subject matter in question. So what do you believe about yourself? Do you believe that, you know, different people have different beliefs about different things? Do you believe that, you know, you always have the short end of the stick? Do you believe that no one wants to be with you? Do you believe that you can never, you know, you won't be able to, you know, rise to that apex point or that, you know, or that point, that status you, you, you have envisaged for yourself? Do you believe that your health will never get better? Do you believe that your finances will never get better? Do you believe that no one wants to be with you? Do you believe that your children, you know, your children are going to consider you as a bad parent? What exactly do you believe about yourself? Do you believe that, you know, you are a failure at your job? Or do you believe that, you know, you're, you're never going to make your parents proud? You know, so many times we have so many, many beliefs that these distort our state of peace, our state of peace of mind. 
because we are in that space where we are thinking and believing the worst about ourselves. And some and belief system comes from, you know, where do they come from? Our significant past experiences. You know, for a person that believes that, you know, they always, you know, they they can't find a good person to be in a relationship with. You can't blame them, right? Because they've always had that experience of all the people they've ever met, all the people they've ever, you know, um, interacted with or been with, at some point in time, just maybe left them worse than they met them, broke their hearts, you know, jilted them, you know, you know, ghosted them. And so they have that, that experience to validate their belief that, People will always leave them. People won't always be there for them. Or do you believe that people can be trusted because you trusted someone and they broke that trust? Or do you believe that, you know, you only get the shot and the stick because someone, you know, someone, somewhere you had an experience, someone said something to you or did something to you? Like, what do you believe? Because these beliefs will influence you. And even also your environment, specifically your childhood, where you grew up from, where you came from. If you lived in an environment where, you know, um, probably a humbling background and you were told that you know you had to you know um you had to be a certain way to have a certain thing and now in this dispensation you're in that space where there are lots of disruptions and you're trying to put yourself in that um, situation where you can you know be more and do more trust me because you have that belief that you have to be or do a certain way to have certain things you will not it will not that belief ingrained deep down in your subconscious would not allow you do and have what you need to do and have and so you'd see that repeat itself in self-sabotaging behaviors so for instance um if you have a belief about yourself that you're a very quiet person you're a very quiet person you don't talk you're so quiet deep down i can tell you for free that ingrained in that places that you're not necessarily a quiet person it might just be that when you were younger you were hushed by your parents or by a loved one or by a primary caregiver and so you 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 spoke and they you know spanked you or beat you and so you just said to yourself for me to keep it's better for me to keep quiet so i don't get beaten or spanked and so you believe that and trust me every single belief is validated by um you trying to run away from pain and at that point in time, when you were younger, believing that, you know, if you keep quiet, nobody was going to spank you, nobody was going to yell at you or anything. It served you as a child, but right now, it's not serving you as an adult. So you're in, you're in a team, you're in your office space. You know, you have ideas that can help your organization, you know, meet their bottom line, you know, grow the company, expand. And you're not saying anything because you are in that space where, at this point, you know they're not going to beat you, but you're in that space where you're thinking, how will they perceive me? Would they subscribe to my idea? Would they think that I'm not smart enough? Would they think that I'm not good enough? Would they laugh at me? And so you don't say anything. And then you let you allow your genius go to waste by just merely believing a lie that would not that doesn't serve you. And by the way, who told you that you know there's not so much to you? Who told you that lie? So one of the ways you maintain this posture of peace is that you question your belief. Ask yourself, take your pen and paper, write different areas of your life, your work, your relationship, your finances, your health, you know, different areas of life. Ask yourself, what do I believe in these areas? Do I believe that I'm not good enough? Do I believe I'm not smart enough? Do I believe that, you know, um, I can't do business with certain group of people because 
I'm not in a certain class yet. <laughs> You're selling yourself short by believing that. So, question your beliefs. Because your beliefs ultimately affect your, you know, your destiny. They do. So question your belief. And lastly, one way to maintain this posture of peace that I've been practicing, like I said, I'm sharing what I have been practicing, you know, um, is preserving your energy. Preserving your energy. Your energy is so, 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 so important. You have to preserve it. You know, um, in recent times, I realized that it takes a lot of energy to stay angry. It takes a lot of energy to stay resentful or mad at someone. And like I mentioned in the last episode, part of self-love is wanting to care and nurture for yourself as you would care and nurture for someone you love. And so because I realized that getting angry and getting resentful and getting worked up or worried or fretful doesn't change anything. I've deliberately decided not to not to engage in such. I know that people will do things that, you know, would probably piss me off. Yeah. But NLP has taught me that nothing means anything except the meaning that I ascribe to it. And so a situation would happen. So there's this um, formula that says E plus R plus R equals to O. The first E stands for life events, life's events. Life events will happen. Some of the events that happen in our lives, we don't have control over it. But we have control over the response or the reactions that we choose, you know, to ascribe to that event and that invariably leads to our outcome so i've chosen that and the interpretations that you give to events that happen will determine whether or not you would respond or react to that event and so if you deliberately choose to give an empowering meaning to things look for the positive like like the positive in that particular thing and Paint a better picture of it in your head. You would respond rather than react. I realized this. That I always had a choice. So I didn't necessarily need to respond to things with anger. And do you know that part of this maintaining posture of peace, like I mentioned, you know, self-love, is knowing yourself well enough to know where the environment to put yourself in, to know the spaces to put yourself in. If you know that talking to a particular kind of person, in terms of preserving your energy, you know that talking to a particular kind of person, maybe you had interaction, like be a good observer of yourself. After having conversation with this person, you feel drained, tired. Love yourself enough to not to minimize, especially if, if it's like a work environment where you cannot totally avoid them. Minimize your contact with such persons. That's how you maintain posture of peace, preserving your energy. Minimize your contact with such persons. Even if it's a friend or loved one, just minimize your contact with those persons because you want to be able to guard your heart. Scripture says, guard your heart, for out of it comes the issues of life. Guard your heart, protect it because you need to be in a space where you are at peace for you to be able to, you know, deliver and do great work. So, protect your energy, conserve your energy. That's another way to maintain this posture of peace. 
Be mindful about the people you spend your time with. Be mindful about the people you interact with. Be mindful about the things you interact with, whether, you know, books you listen to. Um, I like I say listen to because I listen to books more than I actually sit down to read it. Um, books you listen to, books you read, people you have interactions with, the kind of things, the kind of medias that you watch, you know. Mount guard on, the, on your soul gates, your ear, your eye, your mouth. Be careful about what you say as well. So mount guard over your soul gate. Be deliberate about what you allow into your space. The kinds of people and things you allow into your space. Right, like I said, in protecting your energy, I had to realize that, you know, getting angry easily, getting bitter, getting anxious, worried, or fearful, or frightened doesn't serve me in any way. It doesn't. So rather than worry about what sometimes, even in the worry, we're worrying about what has not even happened. We're worried because of the pictures we're painting in our heads and our minds. Right? We're worried. We're skeptical. Rather than investing that energy in worrying about it, I chose to do the best I can do at this point where I am. That will set me up to be better with regards to what it is that I'm, I'm, I'm anxious about. You know, I, put, I deliberately just chose to, you know, put myself in spaces and situations that would help me be the best versions of myself. And this only happens when you have taken out the time to be more aware, observe yourself, know what works for you, what doesn't work for you, what you are more in alignment with, what are your preferences, and honoring yourself and allowing yourself be in those situations that honor you. Protecting your energy doesn't mean that you know you isolate yourself, you don't talk to people, but you are mindful about the conversations, about the information, conversations you have with yourself and with others. You are mindful about the information you allow your mind process. Do you understand me? So protecting your energy. There will be times where people will say things that are insensitive or you will do, you know, before I say people, you yourself, you also tell yourself lots of things that you shouldn't be saying to yourself. Like because you make a mistake, you just say, oh, why are you so dumb? You <laughs> Protect your energy because by thinking, by thinking that why are you so dumb, that puts you in a space of thinking not enough not good enough, not worthy enough, and that drains you, that pulls you down. So don't. So protect your energy. Protect your energy. Be mindful about the interpretations that you give to the events that happens to you or that happens through you. Be mindful of the spaces and environment you put yourself in. Be mindful. Be mindful of the people that you, you know, communicate your dreams, desires to. Not everybody should know what it is that you're about to do or what it is that you plan to do. Some people will laugh with you, but they might not necessarily, you know, be happy about it. It doesn't mean they're going to stop it, but they might in some way say things that subconsciously goes into your mind and now start making you second guess or doubt yourself and you don't do anything about what you had proposed to do. So protect your energy. Protect energy so 
with that being said uh is a wrap for this episode <laughs> and i'm thankful for everyone that's still till the end of this episode um thank you so much i appreciate um so if you would like to you know connect with me kindly check me out on instagram at the self-awareness chick or you can send me an email at talk with the conversationist at gmail.com talk with the conversationist at gmail.com and i'll be glad to hear from you so it's a wrap for this episode thank you guys for staying with me till the end of the episode i look forward to having you in the next episode till then stay joyful stay hopeful and keep maintaining a posture of peace all right guys bye loved what you've heard on this week's episode well well the answer is simple it would mean the world to us if you could head over to itunes and leave us a five-star review and feedback spreading the word really is the best way to grow our podcast and achieve even greater things thank you thank you